Welcome to the ESMA Open Podcast. Today, we thank Professor Tabonero for providing us with the highlights of the ESMO Sigling Pathways Conference that was held in Barcelona in March this year. Dear Professor Tabonero, could you highlight some of the most interesting lectures of the conference for us? Absolutely. Uh, first of all, I would like to stress that this uh, was the first meeting that we did um, as a joint venture with the European Association for Cancer Research. And we were really very happy on on this um, uh, symposium, and we hope that this is going to be um, the same for uh, the next uh, symposiums that are going to be held in the next years. So basically, um, we address uh, the HER family uh, signaling pathway. Uh, actually, this was also the, the topic of the first uh, personalized uh, medicine symposiums that we had uh, uh, right now four years ago. So several things... Um, a new um, important data has been um, available uh, since the, the last uh, symposium, and that was really important to um, to do this uh, new um, symposium. So basically, we went into the details of um, of the basis of signal transaction and the mechanisms of uh, primary and secondary resistance, and this was uh, presented by Nancy Hines from Basel and Josie Jarden from uh, Reobat. Later on, uh, we had uh, very important um, lectures on special um, and useful utilities that we have right now um, in order to address heterogeneity and the evolution of the disease, like circulating uh, tumor cells and circulating tumor DNA. Both lectures uh, offered by Nicola Aceto from Basel and Nitsan Rosfeld from uh, Cambridge. Um, and, and later on, we moved to the, one of the important uh, aspects of the symposium that was to elucidate mechanisms of uh, primary and secondary resistance to EGFR family-directed uh, um, uh, drugs. And this was for colorectal cancer with Livio Trusolino from Torino, in lung cancer uh, by Fortunato Giordello from Naples, and in breast cancer uh, presented by Fabrice André from, from Paris. And also we had the opportunity to um, have a keynote lecture by Richard Marais on, on the mechanisms of um, resistance uh, for uh, melanoma-directed drugs. Uh, later on, the important aspect of uh, new insights on molecular characterization and, and, and subtypes of common tumors, and, and uh, as you are aware, uh, several outstanding uh, new uh, publications have um, come to the field and, and provided opportunity to characterize more and more different subtypes uh, of uh, these tumors. And this was uh, presented for breast cancer by Carlos Caldas from Cambridge, for colon cancer by Rodrigo Diensman uh, from Barcelona, uh, for lung cancer by Solange Peters from Lausanne, and finally for gastric cancer uh, by, by Patrick Tan. And, and the final part of the symposium actually was um, focused on the, on the three more frequent malignancies that um, have uh, upregulation of uh, the EGFR family, and this is colorectal cancer, non-small cell lung cancer, and breast and, and gastric cancers for HER2. And basically for colorectal cancer, Salvatore Siena provided us uh, 
uh, a summary of the current status of the treatment of uh, metastatic colorectal cancer with EGFR inhibitors. Later on, I presented some new data with more potent EGFR family inhibitors, including also combinations. And finally, for colorectal cancer, Alberto Bardelli provided uh, some important insights on, on signal escape and therefore potential vertical inhibition for colorectal cancer. And Clara Montagut from Barcelona uh, actually presented uh, important data on, on the dynamics of the disease and how important is to um, close monitoring this uh, heterogeneity of clones um, in the treatment of patients with metastatic colorectal cancer. For lung cancer, we had um, a very similar outline of um, this session, uh, basically with uh, Rolf Stachel from Zurich presenting the current status of the treatment of non-small cell lung cancer with EGFR inhibitors. And later on, uh, Benjamin Bess presented mechanisms of um, signal escape and how we could um, uh, prevent uh, these um, secondary mechanisms of resistance uh, with uh, new inhibitors. Jeff Engelman from uh, Boston actually presented data on vertical inhibition, also important, uh, potentially important in lung cancer. And, and finally, um, Chiara Ambrosio from Madrid uh, presented um, the complexity, but also the opportunities of um, um, functional studies from the bench um, to the bedside uh, um, with uh, new uh, tumor-derived uh, uh, models uh, in mice. And the last part of the session, as mentioned, uh, was devoted to HER2 and, uh, in breast cancer and gastric cancer. So uh, Javier Cortez presented uh, the data on the current status of uh, HER2 inhibition in breast cancer and how new and more potent HER2 inhibitors uh, could um, prevent or delay primary and secondary resistance. And Liz uh, Borison from Oslo presented also a very important data on intertumor heterogeneity, defining uh, uh, different subtypes of HER2-positive uh, breast cancer. And finally, Marco uh, Gerlinger from um, uh, London actually presented uh, mechanisms uh, of resistance in gastric cancer related to the HER2 and, uh, and, and EGFR overexpression. So, so basically, um, we had uh, important sessions, not only on the biology of the disease, on how we can characterize, characterize uh, much better the disease with different subtypes, but also important lessons on primary and secondary resistance uh, with uh, EGFR family-directed uh, therapies. And finally, uh, just to conclude, we had a session on challenges for the future where um, Sandra Turagenschlik from London and Susan Galbraith from uh, Cambridge actually presented uh, important data on precision medicine in practice and how we could better interact uh, between academia and, and, and pharma. So the whole meeting actually was really very, very successful. Several questions from the attendees and a lot of interaction. Thank you for that overview. Um, can you maybe highlight what findings from basic research in the pathway would you consider of special interest for the further oncology research in terms of developing new drugs? So basically, uh, I think that the two important aspects um, 
may be really suitable for new uh, treatment strategies. So the first one is the definition of uh, heterogeneity uh, in the cells, and and therefore uh, thinking that not all the cells uh, may have the same uh, uh, kinase uh, mutations, and this is something that is really very important and well known in 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 lung cancer for EGFR inhibitors. Um, a little bit uh, less known, but also uh, with potential op therapeutic opportunities in colorectal cancer. So this is one of the aspects uh, that may help to develop new um, kinase inhibitors that are sensitive to uh, acquire uh, mutations. Uh, the second thing, and also important thing uh, for the for the hair family, is the maintained uh, signaling uh, process, uh, even through um, the stress of uh, hair family inhibitors that all these two, all these patients with these tumors have uh, uh, during the uh, lifetime of the tumor. So basically, meaning that uh, by inhibiting uh, the signal, even the patient has uh, secondary resistance uh, to one particular agent. By continuing inhibiting the signal, uh, we can. Uh, also uh, prolong uh, the clinical benefit uh, on the disease, obviously with more potent compounds, but um, these are really two very important aspects. So um, if you're talking about therapy, are there any new strategies to overcome resistance or are there any new inhibitors on the horizon for HER2 um, or EGFR-targeted therapies? So basically, there are compounds that have either uh, better binding properties and therefore uh, better um, abrogation of the, of the receptor-induced uh, signaling. This is one thing. The second group of compounds actually target um, emerging mutations in the kinase domain, and, and, and especially for lung cancer, we have a uh, new um, second-class and third-class uh, EGFR inhibitors. But also, very importantly, um, it was stressed that for some tumors, actually, it's, uh, it's more and more important to consider what we call uh, horizontal inhibition and vertical inhibition, meaning this that uh, to have um, full abrogation of the signaling pathway, uh, we may use a combination of drugs that act at different levels of the same receptor, for example, combining an antibody with a kinase inhibitor. This is what we call horizontal um, inhibition, also uh, inhibiting different receptors at the same time. But also the other aspect was uh, what we call vertical inhibition, meaning this that uh, by combining one inhibitor of the receptor, for example, a monoclonal antibody, with um, an inhibitor of um, the downstream uh, signaling pathway, for example, a kinase, a kinase inhibitor of MEC or RAF, um, actually we could have um, uh, a synergistic effect of the combination that could prolong um, the tumor control uh, over time. Professor Tabanero, thank you for giving us the highlights of the ESMO Signaling Pathways Conference and have a good day. Thank you very much. My pleasure. <laughs>